I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dr. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. You're putting me on. No, it's pronounced Frankenstein. Do you also say Froderick? No, Frederick. Well, why isn't it Froderick Frankenstein? It isn't. It's Frederick Frankenstein. I see. You must be Igor. No, it's pronounced Igor. But they told me it was Igor. Well, they were wrong then, weren't they? Uh, you were sent by Herr Falkstein, weren't you? Yes. My grandfather used to work for your grandfather. How nice. Of course, the rates have gone up. Of course. Of course. I'm sure we'll get along splendidly. Oh, you know, I don't mean to embarrass you, but I'm a rather brilliant surgeon. Perhaps I could help you with that hump. What hump? Let's go. Welcome to this spooky edition of the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Uh, things are going to be a little bit different um, in this episode because I'm going to have a go at just recording the whole thing uh, in one sitting while mixing everything like the theme tune and all the jingles and whatever. Um, yeah, uh, so it's a first. It might not go completely according to plan, but the good news is I'm still able to tell you what's coming up. Uh, first of all, a six-minute shout-out, a special spooky six-minute shout-out. Uh, I'm going to do pod flicks. Uh, I'm still not doing, um, what was it, uh, the uh, Army of Darkness. Not Army of Darkness, but um, an- another thing involving darkness. I can't remember what film it was. I will get around to that at some point, but as this is a Halloween edition, I'm just going to talk about some of the... Halloween-ish type of films that I've looked at this month. Um, and then I'm, I'm going to be joined by This Is Ready Made. We actually uh, decided to do a Halloween edition of his segment. So that's coming up. That's something to look forward to. Uh, and that's pretty much that's, that's it. So uh, I'm just going to get on now with the six-minute shout-out. Uh, and I have... Every, everything's all set up. I can trigger... Each each bit, so here we go. One by one, we will take you. Okay, so time for a spooky six-minute shout-out. Uh, let's spin the wheel while the... We uh, also have some thunder crack. <laughs> I will get used to doing things this way eventually. Where is it going to stop? It's a big wheel. Uh, will it land on something Halloween-related? Well, let's find out. Okay, it has landed on Mr. Babadook. Because I'm, I'm two minutes in, so I'm going to be finishing this at uh, the eight-minute mark. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm doing things a bit differently now. Yeah, um, 
maybe you've seen the film The Babadook. Um, I, I I watched it um, for the first time uh, a few weeks ago, uh, and I found it intriguing. It works very well as a psychological thriller. Um, I think also what struck me is it, it it made a very good kind of folk tale. It does sort of make you think about the law um, of this character because um, uh, it's that kind of is that kind of creature sort of a Sandman concept because it's a guy who comes into your room at night basically sort of a monster under the bed scenario um, but yeah uh, I uh, I felt like this it seemed I, I was wondering to myself as I, when I watched it um, is the Babadook a um, a, a an old uh, folklore creature um has this been uh, actually a story that's been told that's become a legend but as far as i'm aware um th- this thing was i think just made up for the film uh, and that's interesting to me because the um the idea is just so it it's it it works really well as a folk tale um and so if you haven't seen the film uh, we first hear about Mr. Babadook um, from a book, and it's a pop-up book. Um, and uh, when I saw that scene, it's actually, I think, possibly the scariest part of the film, because the the images are really creepy, and um, w- w- watching these characters in this pop-up book and it's like getting a glimpse you're not actually seeing um the monster himself but um you're getting a glimpse into this kind of this world uh so yeah i i found myself wondering i i figured that um they would have made like a replica book and actually had it commercially available um and it turns out that it did happen but it was a limited release understandably um and some people got a copy of it along with the copy of the film on DVD. Um, and I know this because I, I looked it up on YouTube. So basically the six minute shout out I'm doing now is um, for all these videos I found on YouTube of people reading the book and showing what, what it looks like, what the replica version looks like. And it's interesting. There's even a video from the illustrator who... Um, put the book together and that's worth checking out I'm, I'm guessing that's probably on the DVD as well so you probably don't need to know any of this if you've got the DVD but a lot of people put videos on their channels you know and um, gave a little demonstration of uh, what the replica book is like apparently it's missing a few pages that you see in the film um, but uh I think what I found most interesting is that when you see the book and it's like we actually see a beginning to end copy of, of the Mr. Babadook, um, you then start to get a better idea of how this character operates, how this creature um, becomes part of people's lives. And it, I, I think I've, I've always found it's a, a great metaphor. Uh, to me, it looks like a metaphor for paranoia. Because everybody gets a little paranoid, and um, 
yeah, from watching the film, uh, I felt like the main characters, they're having a hard life and the, the Babadook is uh, representing um, all of the emotions that they go through and um, it is, it's relatable. I think the reason why you come away from it feeling quite chilled is because um, th- there is something there that we can all relate to. Because we all know what it's like to uh, f- feel guilt, to feel just worried about the future and th- things like that. So yeah, I um, I saw it as a great metaphor. It's and it's especially because you know, there, there is quite a specific scenario to it. Um, hold on, my. Laptop just went to sleep. You shouldn't really do that. You shouldn't sleep while I'm <laughs> I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm doing things differently now, you see. <laughs> it's all going to be different. Um, anyway, so... Uh, for anyone who is going through a very similar kind of thing to the main character in this film, uh, it must be really relatable and that must be really... Uh, really frightening by the way apologies if um, this is skipping over any audio the the recording I I don't know how much there might be a little bit of a lag maybe if I zoom out a bit it might help so yeah this is this really is a first but yeah so uh, basically go on YouTube and look up Mr. Babadook and there are some really interesting videos about this creature Here's Johnny! Okay, so like last year, I'm going to do a, a Halloween edition of Podflix. So basically, I've seen a number of, um, not not just horror films, but Halloween-related films. I'm going to try and just stick to the ones that I didn't bring up last year, because uh, I've I've seen a lot of new ones. I mean, there, there are a bunch that I've considered talking about, like um, Netflix's... The Babysitter, um, uh, Funhouse Massacre, and a few others. Ultimately, I just thought, these aren't films that I would recommend. I had a lot of fun watching them, but <laughs> that's just me. I'm, I'm just, you know... I, 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 I wouldn't use myself as an example of, a, of someone with great taste, but um, one thing that I, one film I, I really feel I should definitely talk about is Evil Dead. Because, I have a confession to make, um, I had not seen it until this year. Because <laughs> um, it is a film that I'd heard lots of people talk about. Uh, and I can say, not only is it as good as people say it is, I actually think it's currently my favourite horror film. I assumed it was it was, gonna, it was a zombie movie, because you know, Evil Dead sounds a bit like Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead... So you kind of feel like, logically, there must be zombies involved. But it's more of a kind of ghost story about a haunted house, people getting possessed. And, you know, it, it's really straightforward. That's really what I like about it, is how straightforward. It, um, and, you know, there's, there's, there's not an awful lot to concentrate on, which is good news for me. <laughs> One thing that I've learned from doing Podflix is that when I watch films... I find it very hard to give it my full attention. 
And this is one of those films where you can't help but give it your full attention. Uh, the atmosphere just, you know, you, you just find yourself entranced in a way. Um, and it all just works really well. I think um, the type of acting you see in it works really well. The effects are clearly on a low budget and you know, pre-CGI, but it, it's all good. You know, even uh, the ones that look fake, uh, they're still enjoyable to watch. There's, there's a real creativity to all of it. So, yeah, there's that. Um, and, yeah, I, I do want to also talk about um, The Shining. Uh, I don't think I talked about The Shining last year. Uh and it seemed like one. I, I don't. I don't know if I actually watched it last year. And this year, I was like, I've definitely got to watch it because I, I knew it was a film that I liked. Uh, so yeah, I um, put it on, and I think I enjoy it more each time because, again, it's quite relatable in a way. <laughs> I think because um, I personally know what it's like to live alone. I can understand. Uh, going a bit funny in the head if if you're on your own for a long time or like you know, the kind of atmosphere and how it can change because I still find that my room puts me in a weird mood and I I just feel like it it, it is hard to define exactly what it is um and you know, this this isn't a very common thing but now and again I I just feel a bit insecure and and I'm in my room right now so <laughs> And it's good for podcasting, so it seems. Um, anyway, so uh, it's relatable in that uh, when, when we're put in a situation where we don't have a lot of freedom, where we we might feel a bit trapped, um, then yeah, you, um, you, it affects your behaviour and your self control to a certain extent. Um, not to so, so much, you know, this where you've got a guy just um, out to murder everyone. But I have found that the interesting thing about uh, Jack, when he, um, you know, from the moment you see him, you can tell that uh, he isn't the most mentally healthy person. They don't. It, it doesn't really um, present him as a, an altogether, you know comfortable guy so again I just feel like it kind of makes sense there is a certain logic with a certain horror movie logic and you know I'm a Stanley Kubrick fan so yeah once again I'm just waking up my laptop <laughs> um, yeah I'll, I'll try not to get distracted um, there was another one I was going to talk about I've not been very organised <coughs> for this and my voice is going a bit funny, but um, what was what was the third one? There was a third one on my. Uh, um, <laughs> I should have written this all down. Because um, I've watched a lot of films, I've spent most of this month watching these. Uh, it's ridiculous. Uh, Oh no! Oh, I I had it. I decided I was going to talk about three films for this segment, and 
I can't remember. This is a real letdown. Um, anyway, I'm planning on watching uh, The Wicker Man, the 1973 Wicker Man. Uh, yeah, uh, I will get around to that. I watched Troll 2 last night because everyone says, you know, it's so bad, it's good. Um, and yeah, I kind of agree. I wouldn't describe it as the best, worst movie because it, it's just, you know, it, it's the lameness that becomes entertaining. But lameness is always lameness, you know. Even when it's quite funny to watch, uh, I, I can't really... To, to me, it's it's not... It doesn't reach that incredibly high level of hilarity, you know, like accidental hilarity. And I just, I cannot, I cannot remember what the third film was that I was going to talk about. Um, so I might just uh, leave it at that. Well, don't you see that killing me is not going to bring back your apples? Great, just what I need, a thunderstorm. Like the long and treacherous drive through these dark and foggy mountains wasn't unnerving enough. Yeah. Oh, maybe there's maybe there's something on the radio. Uh, the radio, sure. Looking for a fantastic way to take a bite out of the midnight doldrums? Then you'll go positively batty over Eben Schletter's witching hour. It's a real scream. No, thank you. What else is on? Give you a freaky freak on with Evan Schletter's Witching Hour. Oh, what a, what a strange coincidence. A seven-corpse meal in the restaurant of fear. <laughs> Just a coincidence, that's all. This time of year, what I like to hear is... Evan Schletter's Witching Hour. It started out cute and then it got terrifying. Release your inner monster with the record scientifically proven to release your inner monster, Evan Schletter's Witching Hour. Oh boy, talk about your media saturation. Toll the bells, raise midnight's power, resonate through wind and sea, Evan Schletter's Witching Hour for download and on CD. Oh, I never thought I could be scared of media platforms. Oh boy, I'm sure glad that night is over. Oh, and look at this beautiful sunny day. You know, it truly is darkest before the dawn. And kindness is the sunshine in which virtue grows. <laughs> hey, I wonder what's on the radio. Hello, I'm Sam Levine. You may know me from the classic television show Freaks and Geeks, or perhaps from Quentin Tarantino's blockbuster hit in Glorious Bastards. <laughs> I know you because you're adorable. But most people know me because I'm adorable. And how do I keep my youthful looks? Well, it's partly because I am, in fact, quite young but also because I maintain a well-balanced diet, get plenty of exercise, and at every solstice and full moon, I listen to Eben Schletter's witching out. Ah! Whoa! Whoa! I fell asleep at the wheel. I could have been killed. I must stay awake. Maybe something's on the radio. 
Looking for a fantastic way to take a bite out of the midnight doldrums? Then you can't be. positively bet. Don't say it! Schletters, witching out. Ah! Whoa! Whoa, I, I fell asleep at the wheel! Oh, I could have been killed! I must stay awake. Okay. Maybe something's on the radio. Eben Schletter's Witching Hour, a fun-filled frolic featuring fantastic performances by Sam Levine, Paul F. Tompkins, Dave Foley, Tom Kenny, Grant Lee Phillips, Jill Sobule, Scott Ackerman, and many more. Spice up your party with the scrumptious sounds of Eben Schletter's Witching Hour. If you dare. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay, this week I am joined by the ghost of This Is Ready Made. Ooh. Oh, a g- 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 ghost. <laughs> Are you there? Actually, I prefer ghoul. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hey. Um, do you have thanks any. Thanks for bringing me on. Yeah. I was wondering, do you have any uh, memories of past Halloweens uh, you'd like to share or anything? Uh. Not really. I remember one time a guy put like a bench in the front of his like on his sidewalk so nobody kid would go to his door. <laughs> like he locked it off and barricaded it <laughs> under and said no, no trick or treaters and that oh. was so, so that you couldn't get to his doorstep. It was yeah. blocked by a bench. Um, well, I don't, I don't know why. That's really was. getting into the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, spooky. Yeah, the thing about trick or treating is um, over here, uh, kids do do it. Um, but uh, not everybody is on board with it. They think it's too American. Yeah. Um, but I, I've never really felt that way. Um, and I actually remember when it was kind of a new thing over here. Really? Yeah. Because for a while it was just something that I knew from TV. Because <laughs> like, oh. uh, yeah, we, we have so many American shows. Um, so we, we kind of pick up things from there. And yeah, uh, I, I I can still remember the first year I, I remember trick or treaters visiting our our home. Um, wow. And I mean, you know, I I, I kind of get that um, is you know, not not everybody a- approves of this kind of thing in a way. I kind of see why, but um, but I mean, I, I I don't go for the whole, you know, oh, you know. The, the, the whole too American kind of thing because yeah. we we've adopted a lot of uh, stuff from American culture. We've um, adopted a lot of stuff from. And I was thinking, I mean, did did you know um, 
uh, Paul McCartney said that when the Beatles recorded She Loves You, um, his dad said, uh, why do you have to use the word yeah in that song? Because huh. <laughs> he felt that yeah was too American. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never heard that. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, and you know, I just I just said, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I suppose uh, that that was Paul's dad's generation uh-huh. right, of saying yes instead of yeah, because yeah was American slang apparently. <laughs> apparently, but now I, no, never even, I didn't even think about like yeah. And you know, over the years, uh, you know, we we have picked up on these kind of things, and that's kind of how the world works, really, isn't yeah. it? It's, it's, it's not hurting anyone just <laughs> uh, yeah over time people adapt things um yeah it's weird i never think about that but yeah also um i feel like i i should be be kind of open about this uh as a child i never got to really get into the halloween spirit because really? i'm from a christian family yeah, and not I mean not all Christians are like this. Um, no, no. But some are just like you know we'd really rather not get involved in this kind of holiday. Uh-huh. Um, so that and that was sort of what my parents how they saw it. But I think maybe because you know I I I actually really love Halloween now, <laughs> <laughs> and it might be because you know I I, I kind of felt like I was missing out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not angry about it or bitter. But um, yeah. you, you know, it, it it's kind of a bummer when you, you're not able to. All of my friends, <laughs> well, I mean, like over here, I yeah. mean, when, I, when I grew up, it was, it was generally agreed that like Halloween was like fun, you know. Yeah. See, I, so I never hear like overseas. You know, I, I don't hear about like, oh, that's not. I mean, we do have people who won't do it. Obviously, I just talked <laughs> about a guy who put a bench in his sidewalk. Yeah, but I just like. It's just—it's generally—it's—it's it's a full holiday here. People take it really seriously, and it's yeah. Um, even though it has some weird beginnings. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, um, me because you can say that about a lot of traditions and holidays. You know, um, it's I—I—I—I uh, I, I feel like it's it's definitely a very harmless thing these days. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because because uh, and yeah, I, as I say, it, it felt almost like I was missing out because uh, my friends at school would always be doing something special for Halloween, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, I, I, I actually I don't know a lot about the origins. I mean, I, I remember being told in school. Um, I, I can't remember any of the details. I, I can't remember too much, but I know it's kind of shady. Some weird church kind of stuff. I don't know. But there are a lot of things that we do, uh, despite not really knowing, but, not really yeah. knowing why. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's quite interesting, like um, watching stuff like um, Adam ruins everything. Um, yeah, and uh, other similar shows where they they, they actually expose a lot of that and like this is why we have these traditions and yeah yeah um i think over time people just it gets so confusing for people they're like oh okay whatever um Um, i mean because you know now that uh 
I, I, I'm doing a lot you know, these days. I'm doing the whole Beluga Weekly stuff. Um, uh-huh. So every year, it's like a, a tradition now. Uh, Halloween, I, I kind of decorate my website and do Halloween theme stuff. Like you know, I've started doing yeah. some uh, festive YouTube videos. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I do the same. I, if I if I can make it festive, I'll do it. Yeah, and the same for Christmas as well. Um, oh yeah, Christmas I, I just, of course. Yeah, I just like to um, work it into the the stuff I do online because um, uh-huh. it is it is fun. <laughs> and I, I I I just I, I really appreciate it now because yeah, I'm I'm I just think you know I'm a grown man. I can do what I want now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah. Um. I gotta ask, what's your favorite Halloween special? Halloween like, special. Hmm. Yeah, I got. I gotta say, Charlie Brown, Peanuts, and. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one actually. Really, you've never seen Great Pumpkin. I've, I've definitely heard of it because. Uh, oh my gosh, you gotta get. You gotta watch it. I mean, it's I, one of those things. Yeah, I haven't watched. You just kind of have to. I haven't watched Charlie Brown really since I was a child. Um, See over here, it gets played every yeah. Halloween. Like every few days, it gets played. That's <laughs> um, just how it is. I think people love it so much. Yeah, that's yeah, a funny thing because you know, I, uh, I, they, they did used to show it on TV over here quite a lot, like with the, the show, you know, Charlie Brown and Snoopy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I don't, I, I can't remember that much because it was a long time ago. And things have changed since then. We don't we don't seem to to see it on TV anymore. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so Halloween um, is a bit of a tough one <laughs> because I um, recently I have really got into horror. So mostly uh-huh. um, I, I watch a lot of horror movies during the Halloween season. Um, yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, uh, I I can't think of any specials, um, but one movie that I I tend to watch religiously now uh, is mm-hmm. uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, that's a great film. Yeah, it's a classic. Um, I know somewhere over near me, we're going to be showing our movie theaters showing uh, Night of the Living Dead on this big screen, so that'll be fun. Yeah, actually, um, there's a local theater near here that's doing the same. <laughs> oh, I gotta go to it. So, I mean. The only thing is, um, I can't usually go to late night screenings because uh, I have to be up very early for work. Yeah, it, it depends on what it is. I actually go to bed at nine o'clock because I. <laughs> Same here, man. I'm up, I, yeah. I can't. I can't <laughs> have such an early start. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh I'm, I'm glad you feel my pain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's there are times where I'd, I'd stay up all night, but it's like now I can't. I just can't do it. No. Because uh, um, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm not in sync with everybody else. I, yeah, exactly. I get up early, so I have to go to sleep early. <laughs> and that's the scariest part of Halloween because <laughs> we have different schedules. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. Spooky. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, but I I I used to really enjoy the Simpsons Halloween specials. The Tree Houses of Horror. Tree House of Horror episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I remember. Um, I think the first one I watched was the the third one with the Krusty the Clown toy. 
Oh, that was the first one I watched. Yeah, okay. All right, so we're both the same. <laughs> That's a good one. That's, I love that. Episode. Yeah, that was the first, because that, that was um, <laughs> the third Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was the first one I saw. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I think that was probably the first That's one right. I saw. Yeah. <laughs> what a coincidence. Um, um, I can't think of like the ones before it. That's why I'm only saying that. Cause I actually I can't I, remember. I can remember uh, a lot of the early ones. The first one was the one with uh, the Raven parody, the Edgar Allan Poe. Was that really the first one? Yeah, that was in the first tree. Oh, okay. Horror. Also, um, that one was also had um, the uh, house built on the ancient Ber- the Indian burial. Ber- oh, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, and, and it was the first. It was the introduction to Kang and Kodos, the aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the second one was with um, the, the Twilight Zone parody where Bart has magical oh, powers to, yeah, yeah, where he can read thoughts and everything um, and it, it, the one where Homer gets the monkey's paw oh, I forgot about that <laughs> See, I, <laughs> and, that's, the, that's the brilliant thing about those because yeah. they could do whatever and yeah, it's... I think the last one was the one where uh, the Frankenstein parody where Mr. Burns cuts open Homer's head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, he puts it in that robot. Because it's like uh-huh. a robot home. <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> There's one Treehouse of Horror that's just my favorite. It's uh, Hell to Pay, where. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> snake, uh, snake's hair, or he gets. He gets um, yeah, so his hair, his hair jumps off his body after he gets um, sent to the electric chair. Yeah, I remember. and it, it takes, Homer takes the hair, and it, now it's controlling him. But the best scene of that is the police bust into the house, and the, the it's up in Bart's room, and it's trying to kill Bart. Yeah, the, just the hair, like the piece of hair, <laughs> it jumps down, and then the cops shoot it, and it just like it holds its like yeah. like chest. <laughs> the bullet hole was and it's the funniest thing it jumps yeah. out the window yeah <laughs> crawl out the window get shot again it's so stupid i just love it yeah <laughs> it's very stupid but it's a great episode i think i i rented that one on video because um as i didn't have satellite tv i couldn't see, i could never see any of the new simpsons episodes because the bbc uh-huh. would just show old repeats um so yeah, um, that one hadn't been shown on BBC Two yet. So I, I actually got a hold of the VHS that has that episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know why I think that's the funniest thing, but yeah. It, well, yeah, that is a good one. It's really stupid, but it's, it works. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I I do sometimes, like I said, because uh, we we've just finished doing the video Gaga. Um, and I was talking about how I feel like Labyrinth to me is kind of like a Halloween movie. Yeah. So I I do sometimes go for films that people don't generally associate with Halloween, um, but mm-hmm. it, it's almost like a tradition now. Like um, I, I, I suppose last year I remember watching Clockwork Orange. Okay. Um, and I think uh, The Wicker Man. Like the, the uh, 1973 uh, mm-hmm. Man, um, and I think Dogma as well, because uh-huh. that's kind of you know angels. Yeah, and it, it works. It works. <laughs> Bit of a stretch, but <laughs> no, I, I think that one works. I I, I, I kind of feel like it's, it's interesting to look into films that people don't usually bring up um, 
at Halloween. Yeah. Uh, what about you? you... I'm, I always watch Purged Cowardly Dog at Halloween. Oh, That's really? Just, All right. I, yeah, I, I, I love it. I, because there's just things that are like, they tackle some heavy subjects that I, I think they handle pretty well. And, oh, yeah. But that is another um, thing that I've never watched. I haven't seen any. Oh, my. You get, please watch it. Because <laughs> um, I know some people say, who really like it. The thing I watch, even though I've, I've grown the kind of been like, eh, you know, to some parts of it, is Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, because I think it's a great movie. I just think there's some parts that are so, I don't know, maybe they just go on too long or it's just really bad line delivery. Or, there's like one scene yeah. where the, I forgot what's his name, the, Sally's scientist guy. I don't know. Oh, he says, yeah. uh, "Curiosity killed the cat," you know. And then Jack replies, "I know." Yeah, <laughs> and it just ends like, and then they, it goes to like the next scene. Yeah, it, I have no idea why that happened. Yeah, I know. that's and, a bit awkward, isn't it? <laughs> it's really awkward when you think about it. Like, I know, and then it just kind of goes on. And you know, you know what someone should do um, is, is take edit edit together the bit from Empire Strikes Back. When Princess Leia says, I love you. And then Jack Skeleton, says, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> Anyone makes that, please. <laughs> please send it to us on Twitter. That would be fun. Okay, well, thanks for joining me. This oh, no problem. Great. So, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I killed Paul Allen with an axe in the face. His body is dissolving in a bathtub in Hell's Kitchen. Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way. Yeah, um, I did it. I got to the end of my first uh, live mixing episode. Real time. Um, but yeah, I, it's probably going to take some editing. <laughs> but, you know, I got it done quicker than most episodes. Uh, you know, this probably is how I'm going to do these from now on. So anyway, the Comic Book Club, Southampton... This is a thing that takes place on the third Thursday of every month, 7pm to 10pm, at the uh, Alexander Beer Emporium, or the Alex, to keep it simple. Um, more information can be found on their Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search Comic Book Club Southampton. My website is belugatoons.com, B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. Uh, and it's still it, it it's still spooky. <laughs> Kept all the spooky stuff. In, um, yeah, by November that's probably going to be gone. But I don't, I don't know. Uh, anyway, I actually don't know when this episode is going to go out. I I was thinking of bringing it out on the thirty first, um, but I've still got a couple of days, um, and I'm going to be doing a live stream. That's another thing I should. I'm, I'm glad I remembered that actually. Um, yeah, on the thirty first at three p.m. UK time. Um, I am going to be doing a, a live drawing session on my YouTube, so youtube.com forward slash Um Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty close to actually setting all that up and getting the notifications out and all of that. Yeah, um, it's it should be should be fun. I have I have a quite a good plan for it. You know, I'm um, making sure that I know what it is I'm going to be drawing. Because I've been doing lots of uh, drawings for my YouTube channel. And yeah, I thought I might incorporate those in. Anyway, so yeah, that, that's 31st, 3pm UK time. Um, just look online if you need to know where that is. 
in other parts of the world. Um, finally, uh, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast and Deezer. Happy Halloween, everybody. And bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.